from days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. The legend of Voltron, defender of the universe. A mighty robot, loved by good, feared by evil. As Voltron's legend grew, peace settled across the galaxy. On planet Earth, a galaxy alliance was formed. Together with the good planets of the solar system, they maintained peace throughout the universe. Until a new horrible menace threatened the galaxy. Voltron was needed once more. This is the story of the super force of Space Explorers. Hello. Hello. We're back. We're back indeed. We've reformed. We're like the Transformer that we are. Yeah, like, like the, Megazord. Like, yeah, I was going to say like Megazord. We've reformed now. Go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to the Quiet Guys podcast, episode 11. I'm Martin. I'm Des. Um, or, I'm, or John, depending on how you know me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and we're back after a week break, uh, refreshed. Yeah. Ready to rock and roll. Exactly. Been a whole load of news been out, so that yep. two weeks is actually good because it seems like lots has happened. A lot's well, you've I mean, outside the news, you've got a new car, haven't you? Yeah, hell yeah, Uri's, yeah, God of War. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an old, awesome micro, doesn't need power steering, doesn't need it. That car invented the word Uri's invented power, doesn't need power steering. Well, yeah, because it's it's the God of how God of what the is go- it? God, the God of War. Of war. My car is the god of war. It's impressive. That back street that you're having to park in as well is like a destruction derby. <laughs> it is. It's just like every car in this back street is damaged. Basically, yeah. Manchester city centre, there's a, a street where it's free to park, which is sort of unheard of, and it's only people in the know. And you know the cars that are there are in the know because they're all damaged. Yeah. Everyone is scratched and scraped down the sides because of this street, this awkward, narrow street. And yeah, it's going to fit in perfectly. Although I'm going to teacup that car and make sure it's proper bodywork's all clean on it. I might even install a camera so if someone scrapes it, I'm going to destroy the car. <laughs> well, what I was saying is you need um, those like plastic films that you've got for iPhone screens. Yeah. When you drop them so they don't scratch. You need one of them in the shape of one side of your car. <laughs> <laughs> you can just stick it on there every time you go. Although, if anyone scratches that car, I'll be fuming. I've been thinking about cars this week. I was going to the Trafford Centre the other day. Um, and I saw this big, massive... You know, I like um, mums ride around in big 4x4s yeah. and off-road cars just yeah, to pick yeah. the kids up from school. Yeah. The, the like, just spotless 4x4s that have never been off-road. Yeah, designed to go on any terrain in the world and they have nothing more than the gravel path at the house yeah. they're from, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I saw one of them and it was like this um, like middle-aged mum driving around in it, as they always are. And it was called the uh, Ford Outlaw. I was just thinking, that is the stupidest never a car. You've got to be such, such a susceptible moron <laughs> to think, yeah, I'm going to buy a fucking outlaw, man. I'm an outlaw. That's what I'm going to buy that car. Yeah, outlaw, bad boy. Yeah, I'm an outlaw. No. So I was thinking, like, if, if I were going to name cars, what I would name cars. All right, okay. Um, like, for example, uh, the Ford Uncle. <laughs> for the male driver who has a sibling who has recently had a child so I'm honing in on specific markets I think I'll find my calling oh, do you know the worst one of them it's the Range Rover Evoque like, like it's a, you know the Range Rover off-roady cars well yeah. because the sort of middle-aged upper-class mums get them cars this one was designed by Posh Spice really she was like sort of on the design team for the Range Rover Evoque and 
it's a massive selling car. Well, I mean, it's like really popular. Even my wife wants one of them. It's well, like, actually, one of the ones that I was thinking of is actually not as bad as that. <laughs> well, that's the same thing. I was thinking the Toyota Calvin Harris. The only car endorsed, driven, and single-handedly constructed by the pop star Calvin Harris. I reckon that's got a market. <laughs> Not as big as the Posh Spice car. Yeah. <laughs> posh Spice de- designing an off-road type car. What the fuck? The Mercedes bastard for the discerning motorist born out of wedlock. <laughs> Find my calling here. The Skoda um, above average sized penis for the motorist who's compelled by low self-esteem and feelings of inadequacy to drive around in a cock. <laughs> <laughs> fact, no, they should have like the, the Ford Vertical where the car is more vertical than horizontal. <laughs> it's just really tall. The Nissan Jegging, made entirely of denim. (laughs) Jeggings. Can you name the truck with four-wheel drive? Smells like a steak and seats 35. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? Well, it goes real slow with a hammer down. It's the country fried truck endorsed by a clown. Can you narrow? Can you narrow? News. Well, I thought we could start with two of our um, obsessions. Okay. Um, North Korea and Silent Green. All right, okay. some news on both of them. To be fair, I have no news on either of them, so... Um, I've got headlines. I forgot to read the articles. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll make up the... Give us the true headline okay, and we'll make headline. up... We'll assume what the rest of the story is. Um, Hang on, my cats are fighting. Well, Tail, awesome. she never hisses. We've got a live fight Wait, Sonic, you prick. Fuck off. Live fight going on between the cats. They never hiss. Tails hissed at him. She never does that. Crazy shit. Yeah. Sorry. See, at your house, we get interrupted by ice cream vans. Yeah. Here, we get interrupted by my cats brawling. Right, yeah, go on. Uh, North Korea has m- removed two medium-range si- medium missiles from a launch site on the east coast, indicating a lowering of tension on the peninsula, a US official said. Um, Pyongyang <laughs> reportedly made preparations for a missile launch last month. It had threatened attacks on specific targets on South Korea, Japan, and US bases in the region. So is it all chilling out? The pricks North Korea. The, the, the knobheads. Well, They've clearly, been threatening yeah. nuclear, like, full-on... Like, we were reporting it as it was happening for the yeah. first, like, five or six... Quite... <laughs> cats. We were reporting what was going on in North Korea for the first, like, five or six podcasts. And it was so... Like, it was at the point where there was no more threats. It, yeah, was, it was... The, the only escalation from this point is nuclear war. Yeah, well, it was Britain. And, and, and now they're toning it down. Half of me thinks, you know what, drop a fucking nuke on him. Yo, you threatened it, you bastards. You know, it seems a bit far. You, you fr- far. They've been going far. It's like a kid in school, like a little cocky kid in school, threatening you and, you know, acting like he's going to punch you for ages and ages. Are you being a douche for punching him at the end <laughs> no. of all that? You know? Yeah, you know, but nuking him. <laughs> we no, should get no, someone no, to respond. You know what? Obama should just say, all right, Kim Jong-un, let's have a fight. No, <laughs> no nuclear war, no missiles. Me and you will have a fight. <laughs> that would be awesome, man. That is, how, that is how conflict should be resolved. Barack Obama, after however many years of being president, is it like six years now he's been president? Something like that, He's yeah. looking old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. When he came into power, he was like this sort of, he looked like this young guy yeah, who's yeah. ready to face all the challenges. Now he's just this grey-haired, wrinkled tired, skinny-looking dude. <laughs> He's just really taking its toll on him. That's what happens, man. You're the most powerful man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it takes its toll on you. Um, so, yeah, that's North Korea news. It seems as though it's all chilling out. Yeah. Um, Silent Green. 
Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell him Silent Breed is people! Chinese authorities seized 20,000 tons of illegal meat products and deterred gang... Hang on. 20,000 tons? Yep. Yep. Fucking hell, right? <laughs> deterred gang passing off fox, mink and rat as mutton. Bloody hell. Yep. <laughs> and this is hell. China. This is like the biggest economy in the world, so... If you don't think that meat has gotten out to other places, then you're yeah, deluding Yeah, of course, yourself. that's trickled its way down to you the You have no of... idea what you're eating, basically. Thought of a great... Like, do you know hot racing horses always have great names? Yeah. Awesome names. What, uh, there should be a race horse called 100% Beef. Yeah. That's an awesome name that's for a, a horse. Name, yeah. That's a really good name. <laughs> it just sort of dawned on me. And he's been overtaken by 100% <laughs> Beef. <laughs> One suspect named We. <laughs> 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 Earned more than one million over the past four years by pur- purchasing fox, mink, and rat meat, treating it with gelatine, carmine, which is a colour produced from ground beetles, brilliant, even better, um, and nitrate, then selling it as mutton at farmers markets. He earned a million. Bloody so hell. there's huge money to be yeah. made by just. Th- then again, there's huge money to be made in selling insects. That's been in the news a bit lately. Has it? Um, yeah, it's just it, because there's. It's sort of a taboo subject because there is no solution to it. It's like the food short, a potential food shortage as population rises and all that. It's sort of a, a, a huge can of worms in itself. But 80% of the world eat insects on a regular basis yeah. because it's in full ready supply. There is more supply than demand for in, you know, as far as yeah. insects goes. And they're full of protein. Like Insects are just full of protein. Like yeah. They are pure protein. And... 80% of the world eat them on a regular basis. So, why the fuck shouldn't we eat in- I wouldn't be put off an insect dish in a restaurant. I'd be put off an insect dish. No, I'd, I'd try it out of curiosity, like but then I'd probably end up thinking if it was fried and flavoured with stuff, I'd yeah. probably think that's alright. I don't know. Because I, I think that's the general reaction most people have when they try in- like, you know, you'll see them gurning eating it, but if yeah. it's been fried and flavoured... Yeah. You know, they'll gurn and be like, actually, that's not so bad. Yeah, I guess. And I'd be like that. I reckon insects, it, over the next... Ten I'd years like, will be a, a, a main... I'd but, gladly eat them if my life depended on it, but I don't reckon that it's going to take off as they I, can. I reckon that I'd eat them as part of a diet. If they were readily available... As a novelty. Like, I reckon they'd be more than a novelty. If, if they were sort of readily available... Why don't you get in on, get on, in on the ground floor then? Start your yeah, own yeah. Uh, insect business. Insects, crisps. You sell them in crisp packets, but it's just like... Cockroaches. <laughs> I don't know, I think I get a lot of Flavored complaints if people opened a crisp packet and there was a cockroach in it. <laughs> Crazy cool music and crazy cool driving when you push the start button. So come on, let's go. Crazy taxi. Speaking of crisps, I was reading earlier um, some like facts Twitter page. It's, I think it's called like Oh My God Facts, and yeah. it's just weird like facts. And one of them was um, Doritos would t- can taste the same without that powder. Mm. The powder's only been added because they decided that people liked having the flavour on the fingers and having to lick the fingers yeah. but they could actually make the crisp itself test like Doritos without having to add the powder for no extra cost yeah yeah apparently mm. the powder is, is unnecessary it's just sort of they consider it part of the Doritos experience <laughs> what is the Doritos that's <laughs> the, how they put the it the Dorito experience that's how the Doritos put it the Doritos experience is a pack of crisps <laughs> shut the fuck up um, somebody asked us to do top five crisps let's very quickly this is a speed round. Right, speed round. Top five crisps. Right, I'm, I'm going to put Doritos in there. I like yep. Doritos are good. Um, quavers. Yeah? I like quavers. Like prawn cocktail quavers or something. Yeah. Quavers prawn are Prawn cocktail quavers. Cheese quavers, man. 
Yeah, anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, Quavers. Yeah. We'll just say Quavers. Right? Okay. Doritos, Quavers. Um, I'm drawing a bit of a blank here. I know. I have to, I, I have flavors. Ba- bacon rasher. Bacon rasher things. Bacon rashers, yeah. They're good. They're right. really good. Um, couple more. What do you reckon? Space Riders. Sp- yeah, yeah. They're up like 10p Riders. Yeah, like 10p crisp pack. Just out of nostalgia. Yeah. From when I was a skint student living I, on I bet Space Riders. I bet like 30p now then. I don't know. I think they might still be 10p. 10p, no. They won't be Chomps 10p. Chomps cost 15p. Don't even start. That's outrage. Don't, don't even start outrage. the price of a chomp. Curly Wileys cost like... Well, how much do they cost now? They used to be 10p. They used to be 5p, didn't they? Bloody hell. Disgraceful. Uh, In our day. <laughs> no, Curly Wheelers were always 10p, like Chomps and Fudgy. Oh, no, Fudgies were often 15p. Anyway, we're, we're going off... for 15p, yeah. We're going off topic, crisps. No, we're... <laughs> we're solving pro- important problems here. It's snack best. No, okay. Yeah, what? You know what? Sure. We shouldn't be discussing snacks, because I'm going to start getting really... <laughs> we can't keep doing top five foods. I keep getting really hungry when we're recording the podcast. Have we got five crisps? Right, no, we've got uh, Doritos Quavers, uh, Bacon Rashers... Um, uh, um, oh, Space Raiders Space Raiders One more One more we One need... more kind of crisps Yeah kind of crisps um, it. Squares Squares Salt and vinegar Squares Are so Salt and vinegary That they just Char your lips Yeah Yeah yeah, like, yeah. Like you always, They always hurt a little yeah, bit Yeah I like the fact That they hurt Yeah so you sorry. have to have a. You can't possibly Eat a pack of them Without a drink Yeah go on We'll have squares Fuck it So there you go That was a speed round Top 5 crisps yeah. If you disagree Then tell us <laughs> Don't just sit there having a winch. I'm not saying, oh, they were wrong. They didn't mention the East Christmas. Monster Munch. Monster Munch, yeah. What's the top flavour of Chris when? Just one flavour that you have to choose. What's the best flavour of Chris? Prawn cocktail. You're fucking wrong. I'm a, I'm a, prong, f- I'm a prong cocktail fanboy, mate. What the hell? Don't know if it was born in the sea. We, we came from the sea. I'm just returning from my roots, man. If prong cocktail crisps didn't come from the sea. You are so wrong, though. Because it's clearly either cheese and onion or salt and vinegar. Oh, come on. You've picked the two most bland flavours. No, I've not. I've picked the labour and conservatives of crisp flavours. <laughs> Anybody wrong. else who's eaten another kind of flavour of crisp is just eating a pot- protest flavour of crisp. <laughs> <laughs> the worst in the, the, uh, the, the snap. Hello, Charlie Kelly here. Local business owner and cat enthusiast. Is your cat making too much noise all the time? Is your cat constantly stomping around, driving you crazy? Is your cat clawing at your furnitures? Think there's no answer? You're so stupid. There is kitten mittens. Finally, there's an elegant, comfortable mitten for cats. Is your cat one-legged? Is your cat fat, skinny, or an in-between? That doesn't matter, because one size fits all. Kitten mittens, you'll be smitten. So come on down to Patty's Pub. We're the home of the original kitten mittens. Meow. Quite guys, he's proper ahead of the times, right? There's been a few times now we've predicted what's going to get yeah. Sort of big in the news. That's happened a few times. Yeah, we had Margaret Thatcher dying, yeah. which happened like this, that yeah. week later. We're talking about like to go on to the next subject, but we'll sort of follow this theme of what we've predicted and what's come up. Three yeah. D printers. Yeah, I, I, you know, I got really excited about big that news this week. Yeah. I got really excited about that like two or three weeks ago, and I because I'd known about it a week, you know, a year or two earlier. Um, but yeah, three D printers. That's been huge in the news this week because of the gun technology. Yeah. There's the first printed gun has been shot. Yeah, it's and been worked. made and shot. 
And the guy who made it has put the blueprints online. So now anyone who has a 3D printer can print a gun. Yeah. Um, which is pretty frightening news yeah. for the rest of the world, really. And the mail on Sunday, uh, this was in the news, This I think yesterday. Uh, there was something on the BBC news in fact, no, as well, but I've lost it. In fact, no, it's Sunday. It was, or was it last week? Whenever. The mail on Sunday printed a 3D gun. Yeah. And took it on the uh, Eurostar. Yeah. Where there are <laughs> scanners and stuff. Like, the, again, the, you know, society is going to change because of the, the digital age. Because 3D not. printers cost as little as 1,700 quid now. Really? Yeah. So it's not this thing where you need tens of thousands of pounds. A 3D you printer you can get for... Like, they printed it on a 1,700 quid machine in the mail on Sunday and made a gun. The, um... I can't remember the exact figures, so I'll pluck out of my head what I think they were. But I was reading on the BBC News, but I've not saved the um, article, that since the um, blueprints for the th- 3D printed gun went yeah. online earlier in the week, they've been downloaded, I think, 10,000 times. I've got 100,000 on here. Have you got... Is it 100,000? 100,000, yeah. yeah. I, I, we must have been on... Yeah, it was on BBC. 3D print gun hits 100,000 downloads. Do you know what the guy who created the gun, do you know what he's called it? What? The Liberator gun. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So it's mad though, because just as like all this thing... I'll, the, I'll, the, I'll, sorry, keep... can I just say, the, right, we should have a douche of the week. Yeah. And the guy who created, the, the guy who put these blueprints online, because he, you know, it, it's right, you know, people should be able to access this. He's a douchebag. He's yeah. He's douche of the week, as far as I'm concerned, because he's, he's, he's created these, this blueprint for the gun put it online and if it's online he's basically given the blueprints for creating a plastic gun which can't be like there's only a metal pin in it yeah and i think the bullets that can set off a metal detector but you know a little pin yeah could put that in a belt or something so and he's done that with just no regard for how that's going to affect anyone in the world all that you need is one guy to pull out a 3d print a plastic gun on a plane and the world's in shock over it Mm. like that'll make World news for fucking weeks. It, douchebag. Yeah. What's okay. a douchebag? I mean, it was going to happen sooner or later. There's yeah. a big thing about this 3D printed gun, understandably. Because yeah. it's like, it's worrying, isn't it? But it's, it's a game changer. You can't it's... 3D print ammo. Can you? No, the, I mean, you can print everything. I think it's the the bullets. You need a bullet from, you need an actual normal bullet, it, which you would normally have for a It's gun. not a normal handgun bullet though, I don't think. I it's, think it is. Is it? Yeah, I think it is. You just need regular ammo for it. Yeah. There's, well, buying ammo is not exactly as hard as buying a gun though, is it? It is if you're in a Resident Evil game, you know, one of the early ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends. If you're in like Resident Evil 6. You've got to really conserve your ammo. Yeah, if you're in Resident Evil 6, then who cares? Yeah, you got as much ammo as you need. But if you're in Resident Evil 1 or 2, then, and... It's frightening this though. Anyone like it, a kid could have a problem with someone at school. 3D print a gun. Print a gun. You know what I mean? And, and that can happen worldwide now because it's been downloaded hundred thousand times. Like the, it, I still cat. Oh, <laughs> I still don't quite get the 3D printing thing. As in, like, you know, how you need this. Like, what the ink is basically this plastic stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it must, I think it's a plastic comp. Every time I try looking into that, it gets. It, it gets too jargony, like... And it, I just it, want it to know if you can just sense. input a different sort of ink, like, just a different material for ink, so, so like, um, pasta. You <laughs> <laughs> just shove those sheets of pasta into it, and then you could just 3D print a pasta gun. Well, the, that's... It's terrifying and tasty. That's the thing, like, they're, they're making it so, um, you, you can, in, like, God no, it's witchcraft. At yeah. the point, you know, the ink for a 3D printer is witchcraft. It's like a plastic compound. 
but they're doing them so there was another one um, see this technology it's bad because you can print a gun but it's good because uh, a fully working prosthetic ear has been manufactured now whoa uh, a bionic ear there's a picture of it whoa which is useless which is useless if you're watching if you're listening to this but yeah no, it's, it's, that's from a 3D printer yeah it, that's impressive that it's print hang on over the last few months, 3D printers... See, that's not a headline, is it? I mean, you can see why people are freaking out about the gun thing. Yeah. But the news focuses on the negative. Yeah. They've printed an organ yeah. from a 3D printer, and that's the first time that I've heard of it. <laughs> right? Get this, though. It says, over the last few months, 3D printers being used to print biological cells and tissues. That is a... Me- Whoa. Like, it... You know what I mean? Like, Whoa. So... You, you could be an amputee and have a full arm That's amazing. And the idea is you can even print the nerve cells to connect to the other... Ner- so you could what? actually have a functioning hand. Because I was watching... I was listening to a thing on radio what and a, a guy who works in the 3D printing technology was saying debates we need to have now. Like, we need to debate this now and we're not going to until it starts happening. In which case it will be too late to have a real debate about it. Like, we need to decide now where the moral ethics are on someone deciding to have an arm removed to <laughs> have a free... Because it'll be much stronger. Yeah. Like, you could potentially have a fully working arm which can't feel pain. Well, cool. You know, and, and what at what point do you say, no, there's that... You need to have an ethics discussion about that. You could have, like, extras added to it. You could have... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're only going to focus on printing guns. Yeah. And there's so much good to, like... It's good that can come from it. That dude who's, you know, put the things up online. Douche, douche of the Week. Douche of the Week. Yeah. It's, in, it's an impressive week for him to be Douche of the Week, considering The Apprentice is back on TV. Oh, my. It's a cringe fest. I can't watch The Apprentice. Did you I, see it? They've, they've really upped the ante on dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's noticeably more dickheads than it has been in the past. And it's always been a lot of dickheads, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But they've really upped it this year. Yeah. Everything that any of them say is bullshit. It's a, it, I, I watched it, right? I put it on. I was cringing like, you know, like worse than yeah. Ricky Gervais cringing. You know, yeah, like, honestly. I was so cringing bad. my ass off. I'm off. Turning that off. <laughs> Just, I can't watch that. These guys, one of these douchebags is going to get like a fucking six-figure salary or however it works now. I know, but did you see the thing recently about the, the woman who won the other year who sued Alan Sugar? Well, she tried and failed miserably. Yeah, she failed, yeah. But, yeah. like, she basically said... There was no real job. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was getting paid that amount, but there was no real job and there was no opportunity to stay on after that year because he'd, he'd, I was just like a lackey. Yeah. There was no actual job for me to do. Getting under grand for not doing much and suing him over it. Yeah. I think it's a bit rich, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. You know. Lord, Alan Sugar's a dick, though, isn't he? Yeah, of course he's a dick, yeah. He, honestly, everything he says is a pun. <laughs> it's gotten worse. Like, it's really a bad pun that he seems really pleased with. He just, I don't know, I think he's, it's just a pantomime. Yeah, thing. it is. Yeah. I think it's just pantomime, really. I'm not interested in it. It's just fake bullshit. I suppose it's not as bad as Donald Trump on the American one. Oh, don't even fucking start me on that. What I've a just, douchebag. I've just found here. Um, he's douche of the year, Donald Trump. He is a prick. He's he? douche of the year. The, How someone like that's alive does my nothing. And successful. Yeah. There's something wrong with the system that we're yeah, existing yeah. in. Donald we're, Trump can be successful. Dicks are rewarded. Yeah. You're rewarded for being a dick. That's, That's what The Apprentice is, isn't it? Like, yeah. You, the Apprentice will start, and it'll have that montage at the start where all of them are saying, like, introducing themselves. 
And there'll just be saying stuff like, um, I'm a real, I'm a a real get up and go sort of guy. I'm a ruthless person and I don't care about anybody else. I'll do whatever it takes to get what I want. Yeah. You just sat there like, those are negative traits. Yeah. Why are you bragging about this? And why are you then thinking you're going to be rewarded for it? What you're saying is bad. It's a bad thing for a person to, to, to be. (laughs) It's all, I don't care who I've got to step on to get to the top. Well, that's terrible. Well, that's terrible. That's That's a horrible thing. You know, that's, that's awful. If you can get to the top and help people along the way. Yeah. That's a good, you know. Why would you? Why would you brag that you don't care about other people? Yeah, why that, would that, you do that's that? That's not a good quality. No, <laughs> but this is the world we live in, unfortunately. So I've just found um, the eight worst things ever said by contestants on The Apprentice. Oh, really? Yeah, let's have a look. Right, go um, on. Oh, this. Oh, god, I'm going to cringe just hearing <laughs> you say it. That's that's why I can't watch The Apprentice. Everything I touch turns to sold. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my god a £100,000 salary is not enough but it's a good place to start <laughs> oh. um, my ears are bleeding what's at the British Museum just like dinosaurs and stuff ah oh. <laughs> um, why it's a good one I lied to get someone else's husband because I wanted him I give myself myself 8 out of 10 for ruthlessness on that one what would be 10 out of 10 murdering somebody Murdering someone, murdering step, someone's kid for a fiver. Yeah, <laughs> you know, one step away from someone saying that at the start of The Apprentice. Yeah, it might I, as well. I would do anything to get what I want. I'm going to be Alan Sugar's apprentice. I would murder a child for five pounds. <laughs> do you know what it should do? It should have all the people saying this, and then one guy at the, at the end of it going, "I'm a really nice guy." Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I work really hard I've got a solid work ethic yeah. I'll, I'll work 20 hours a day if I need to if, yeah. it, if it means getting the job done I'll do 20 hours a day well, I'll a, go for it you know what I mean anybody who applied I'll work really well as a team I won't be a prick to anyone I'll make sure that we all get along anybody and, and, and if we all get along we'll all work harder together Yeah, that's my sort of ethos anybody who applied and put that on the CV for the application would not get on the show no they get rejected that's the thing isn't it like, which is sort of the problem really This, I, I quite like this one don't tell me the sky's the limit when there are footprints on the moon. Uh. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a one-trick pony. I'm a ten-trick pony. I've got a field of ponies waiting to literally run towards this. <laughs> do you know what? These seem like really bad wrestling promos. They do actually, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's sort of what The Apprentice is now, isn't it? Like, it's, it's sort like, of like... You can imagine them saying, when I get him in the ring, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm going to... Cr- it's like Jake the Snake who goes, you want to you wanna play 21? Yeah. I've got 22. <laughs> Right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. The 12 gauge double barreled Remington, S Mart's top of the line. You can find this in the sporting goods department. That's right, this sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Retails for about $109.95. It's got a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel. And a hair trigger. That's right. Shop smart. Shop S smart. Going from another prediction, or not prediction, but something that was touched on, you touched on it. Yeah. Um, the guy who plays Ken Berlow in Coronation Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, just, just to refresh if you didn't listen, Martin was saying about how he was questioned on an Australian uh, quiz show thing yeah. about girls getting raped. Um and the answers he gave he, the answers he gave were just sort of it seemed weirdly religious or something because yeah. his answers were sort of he was saying that they'd, like there's they a karma to it and, yeah he was saying and, they bring it on themselves by he said something about what they've done in past lives yeah have you, have you heard of The Secret? 
No. It's the secret, which isn't much of a secret because you can just go online and type the secret and find out. Yeah. But no, the secret's this sort of mindset that if you believe it will happen, it will happen. You know, right. it's, it's just oh, yeah, some I've heard hippy that. Yeah, dippy yeah. bullshit to yeah. be honest. But like, yeah, the secret oh. is if you truly believe, like the way it works is if you truly believe that in two years' time you're going to ha- be married with a kid and you're going to have ten million pounds. If you actually believe it, it's going to happen. That's yeah. sort of the secret. And but it also operates in like there's a karma, and if something's happened, it's happened for a reason. And he yeah. was sort of. It seemed like he was sort of getting at that. Like if a girl's been raped, then it's almost like she deserved it. Like yeah, she must have done something. Or, he actually you know. said past lives. Yeah, he like, said, like, like in maybe a past, something that she'd done in a past life. Like, yeah, th- there's a reason for everything, sort of thing. But which we're, seemed fucking stupid. But, I mean, we were just reading it out because I found it and I thought it was weird. And I was like, "What's Ken Barlow doing on New Zealand TV for one?" And then why is he being asked about child sex allegations? Yeah. Like, what, what, what's brought that on? And or, now he's being or, arrested, aren't he? Or even if a bloody reporter's just sort of thrown this curveball question at yeah. him, why not, you know, uh, you know, the sort of standard response is, that's fucking horrible. Yeah. You know, rape, that's fucking horrible, yeah, yeah. unjustifiable. You know, I, I, I wouldn't feel bad if the guy got hung for it, you know. Do you reckon that... But, but then... The reporter might have known something. Possibly, that because... Couldn't, that couldn't come well, out yet. Well, no, my sort of thought on it was, maybe that's happened, because what's happened with this Ken Berlow guy, because he's, what, 81 or something now? Yeah, he's pretty old. He, he's been in Corrie since its first episode, yeah. and that's been running for, like, 50 years or something like that. Yeah. So he's sort of like a, sort of British, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's an institution. Figurehead, really, he's yeah. an institution, like a figurehead, almost like... boring institution. Like, yeah, like a, <laughs> like a boring, shit, cheap version of David Attenborough, you yeah. know what I mean? But, well... No, I mean, like, I'm talking pure economy version. Yeah, yeah. he just plays a well, well, for a Well, evidently time, not, because he's been in the news for raping a 15-year-old. Yeah, it's... What the fuck? But the thing is, it was years ago that that happened. And I reckon maybe his comments have sort of spurred whoever it was to say, you know what, I'm fucking coming forward with maybe. that. yeah. You know, if that is his attitude... Yeah, so, you know, he's fucking right. Thinking about it, that might be true. I wouldn't have even mentioned it if he'd been accused... But he's been charged. Right, he's actually been charged. He's been yeah. charged with it, yeah. So it, it's a whole step further. If you've been charged, then that means there is a lot to go off. Yeah. Police don't issue a charge unless they think there's a conviction coming from it. There's been, I mean... Which is fucking bad. Pedogeist. 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 The gift that keeps on giving. I'd, I had I had Ken Barlow in the pedo pool. Yeah. Um, Nelly had Thatcher in the death pool. I yeah. guess Nelly the other week. Probably do a pedo pool. You know, pedo pool, yeah. <laughs> no, we've done one, haven't we? I said Craig David as well. I don't know where I put that from. Um, but I'd say, like, seeing as we've... Between us and Nelly, I guess, that week, we've had Thatcher in the death pool, Ken Barlow in the pedo pool. We've got a pretty good average so far. Yeah. If I were Justin Bieber, I'd be watching out right now. Because <laughs> I've had him in both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to be honest, if, if there's a pedo pool, I'll put any pop star from the 90s in it. Yeah. Any pop star. But young groupies, you know, I remember that, that sort of age of going out with a, you know, when I was like 16, 17, I was going out with a girl who was like 15, and her and all her mates were all about following bands and being groupies yeah. and all that business. And they would have all been well up for having sex with any D-list, E-list star. Yeah. You know, and I reckon this has got a lot of 90s pop band and current pop band members shitting themselves. Yeah, probably. Because a lot of it is like, a, a lot of these, like the Ken Barlow thing, the Jimmy Savile thing, a lot of these have been from decades ago. Yeah. When I think it was almost like it, the culture, you know what I mean? How it just, what happened. Yeah. So I reckon a lot of celebrities from that age are sort of uh, shitting themselves. It, it might have been the culture like, that you didn't 
that you know there well, were a lot of groupies well, around. Well, that, that you could goes, easily get away with it, and it was you didn't really mention it. And it, it goes further than that, doesn't it? With like, who, who's with that guy? What's he called? That's been charged this week. Who is he called? Stuart Hall. Yeah, yeah. It, the BBC guy. Yeah, yeah. They're like abusing children, aren't they? Like, yeah. The, the, it's, it's just been systematic, and the BBC have got some fucking answering yeah. to do. Yeah, you know, real got really got some answering to do, and like the police were cleared recently of because um, it, it was alleged that they were, had been defending Jimmy Savile or blocking. Yeah, um, you know things coming out about Jimmy Savile back well, in the, the day. Fucker was knighted. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I reckon they probably fucking did. Like gets, they must have known. It's getting pinned on like a lot of different like institutions. Something should have been clearly done. Yeah, and like it's been pinned on the BBC. It's been pinned on the police. It's it's widespread, isn't it? Like, yeah, it, it just seems on, like culture. It was just culture been, decades ago. Yeah. I think that. It, I don't know. It, I think it, it just... happened, and it it was under the radar, even though everyone knew it was like an open secret. Really, it's. It seems to have been. I really don't think that many people knew just how widespread the Jimmy Savile thing no, was. No, no. I think thought something... Well, I mean, this, this Ken Bell always alleged to have raped a 15-year-old girl. Jimmy Savile fucking abused hundreds yeah, of... systematic. Hundreds and hundreds of yeah. children, kids. Yeah. You know, not even a 15-year-old. It was all under 10 and stuff. That's fucking grim. It's a shame he weren't put on the stocks when he was alive. It is, you know, it's it? like he's got away with it. it he he like did get away with, got away with it. it. He got yeah. away with it to his death. He'd have been laughing in his grave. And it like came out just before he died, didn't it? He was still alive. BBC blocked out. that. Yeah. Like BBC stopped that episode early yeah, yeah. while he was alive. What the fuck? Yeah. BBC and then, they did, then they ran a tribute show. To yeah, him. yeah. Even they, though yeah, those they blocked it to run a tribute show yeah. for him. Even though those allegations, they were aware of them, they still did this Jim will fix it tribute show. Yeah, why hasn't that been fucking? It has to be fair. The BBC have really been wrecked over the calls for this. They, they really need to. I, I don't think been. enough. They Me, I don't know. I'm... It was when it first came out. This whole Jimmy Savile thing. People it wasn't even be... about Jimmy Savile. It became about the BBC. <laughs> yeah. It was like, well, all right, the BBC have done wrong, but Jimmy Savile has been raping oh, kids no, for years. <laughs> He's the bad guy, but BBC are those who have. BBC, ass. Two people have had to two the heads of the BBC. Two people have resigned over this. They should was be a, fucking imprisoned. For the it. director the, general at the time has resigned, and then they appointed another director general, and he also had to resign over the same thing. I, so they've really been through at the BBC on it. Well, you know what? I bet they're they're still the sort, I bet they can afford the sort of houses that I don't feel particularly sorry for them. Yeah, you know what I mean. They but might I mean, resign, but I bet they can walk into another big media job elsewhere. But quietly. People, yeah, but people have taken accountability for it, and I don't think that the BBC as an institution... I think if I've covered a paedophile to the point where he can die and never get charged, like, never get, you know, his comeuppance for it, if I've yeah. covered him till that, so he can get to that point, I should be charged for something. Yeah. I should, you, you, they should. If they've known that, what, you know, what the situation was, and if the fact that the heads at the BBC, they have to have known the, more about it anyway. And they must have informed the police. There should have been charges there. You know what, while we're on this topic, have you heard about this female barrister? Um, what's her name? I've got it on my phone. Yeah, I heard about this. Oh, this wound me right up. Um, the most backwards logic ever. Yeah. Hang on, I'm, just bear with me a second while I find it. While you're finding it then, I'll just mention that there's been another accusation against Michael Jackson. Um, really? Yeah, somebody else accused, accused him of molesting. Them. You know what? I mean, all you all you can do with Michael Jackson, especially now that he's dead, is speculate. And my thing is that he, he I'm sure he he had some, he was doing some things that, you know, 
I think would not be approved of. I think he but was a Savile pedophile, level pedophile, personally. I yeah. don't have any information. No, I, I reckon he was a massive pedo, but I think Savile was more like a fucking snidey, snivelling, scumbag pedo. And I think Michael Jackson was a mentally, mentally handicapped pedo. I reckon he truly thought it was innocent and beautiful. You know what <laughs> I mean? I think he was of that mindset. Still abusing kids, but that's the feeling I get. That's the feel I get with Jackson anyway. I've got it here. Right, a prominent a prominent barrister specialising in repro- reproductive rights has called for the age of consent to be lowered to thirteen. Yeah, the fuck. <laughs> and hang on, her remarks come after a number of high-profile arrests over allegations of historical sex abuse. Hang on, blah 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 blah. Yeah, Miss Miss Houston described. Stuart Hall's crimes as low-level misdemeanours, which ordinarily wouldn't be prosecuted. Is she even his? She's a fucking. Defense, she's or a, is she just some dickhead comment? She's our barrister. She's a top. She's a high-level barrister. What sense does it make? And, and also, she was saying um, these children shouldn't have an anonymity. Like they, they shouldn't yeah. be anonymous. They should. Their name should come out as well. What the fuck? Oh yeah. Yo, know, adults can't handle all the media attention that gets thrown at them. How do you think a fucking 13-year-old who's been abused yeah. is going to feel with media down her throats outside you, her If houses? you make them not anonymous, then that's going to stop other victims coming forward. Yeah, because the names are going to be splashed all over I mean, the news. If and... they've already been a victim, then they have to relive it again by taking it to trial, so that's hard enough. If you then have to have your face plastered over all, like, all these newspapers, yeah. you're never going to come forward. It's just protecting the abusers. It, it's, it's fucking, fucking bullshit. Horrible. In fact, she's also a douche of the week. I only skim read it, but I just got the impression that it was so stupid. That she just thinks people should be able... A 13-year-old having sex with a 45-year-old? Fine. What's the problem? <laughs> that should, that should be legal, according to her. The impression I got is that she's identified this problem that there's lots of people being charged with having sex with, with children. So... Change the definition of the word children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now less people will no, be no, prosecuted. There's, no, there's less prosecutions. There's, there's yeah, yeah. No, now we have less paedophiles. So you, I think you might have... You've identified a problem. <laughs> I think that the solution is, is really right. Yeah, your solution sucks. It's a bit backwards. Scientists find key to ageing process in hypothalamus. I don't know if I pronounced that right. It's a part of the brain. Um, scientists have found a biological command centre for the ageing process in a lump of brown the size of a nut. The US team identified the mechanism in the hypothalamus, which sits deep inside the brain, and showed they could tweak it to shorten or lengthen the lives of animals. Um, in a series of experiments, the researchers found they could extend the lives of mice by a fifth without the animals suffering from muscle weakness, bone loss, or memory problems common in old age. Um, the work raises the tantalising prospect of drugs that slow down natural ageing to prolong life in humans, but more crucially to prevent age-related diseases such as diabetes, heart disease and Alzheimer's. Um, I'm sorry, but about three or four weeks ago on Quiet Guys, didn't I say that it's... I was saying, and, and having trouble justifying, because it seems so science fiction, yeah. that it's not inconceivable for in the future people to live well over yeah, like yeah, to 150, well, 200 year old yeah that's because to be able to find. you can have something like this to stop you getting the age related diseases and you know to, to help you you know something like that to make you live longer and prosthetic limbs to keep you the rest of you healthy um, there's, it's, a, it's basically this part of the brain this hypothalamus or whatever um, 
produces a chemical called N4-KB. Mm. Um, and that becomes more active in that part of the brain as the mice gets older. But you can they find a drug that can block that. Yeah. So it slows down the aging process, basically. And it um, gets rid of a lot of the sort of negative aspects of aging. They said that even the skin of the older mice was, was better. Yeah. Like it slowed down the aging process to that extent. God. But, you yeah. know what? I reckon possibly in our lifetimes, 80 could be the new 40. Yeah. It, it You know... Possibly, yeah, possibly. It does seem possible it's with that, doesn't it? Buddy, it's frightening. If that. that if that drug, if they could have a breakthrough that drug and they're like, this could be used on humans now. Yeah. I reckon it'd be blocked. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be blocked by governments to be like, we can't, we've got no room. <laughs> Aging population is yeah. a problem anyway. Yeah. Without that, that you know. No it'll, be, no, it'll be blocked. I reckon the privileged will be, will yeah. have access to yeah. it though. Or it'll be mega but, expensive. So just to go back onto pedo guys for a second. Right, pedo guys. Pedo guys. Right, it, um, it was in the Daily Star, like, right on the front cover. It says Corey Ken is charged with raping girl fifteen, and directly above him is a picture of he- Helen Flanagan, who was a young Coronation Street actress with a tits out. The fucking newspapers, man. No. It's always that, isn't it? It's like a story about rape on one side of the page, a page three girl on the other side of the page. It's like you're contributing to the yeah. attitude towards women in this country, fucking pricks. Yeah. Stupid I just saw that fucking. and I thought, oh god, <laughs> never mind. Um, right, what else has happened? Hang on, I've saved a few articles. Well, it? I've got. Um, I'll just while you're looking for something else, I've got. You know, what I mentioned the other week about Ed Balls. A few years ago, he tweeted the word Ed Balls. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, since we last did a podcast, um, it's been Ed Balls Day, <laughs> um, which it's the two-year anniversary of when he did it, yeah. and um, everybody on Twitter just retweets it. They <laughs> 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 go and find that post and just retweet it. Um, and like the, um, yeah, so it was just people taking the piss out of Ed Balls on Twitter the entire day. Yeah. Uh, and eventually Ed Balls retweeted it as well. Like yeah. it, they were just pestering him for ages and eventually he just said, all right, it'd be impolite not to and retweeted it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the sense of humour over the whole thing. Yeah. Right. I've, I've got a, a news article. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's, it's, it's grim news and it really gets you, you know what I mean? Um, it's, hang on, I'll just read out the headline. This was on BBC. Uh, six men admit plot to bomb EDL rally. What? Basically, there was an EDL, this is 30th of April, this. Yeah. You know how EDL rallies, they'll yeah. go to towns and go shouting some raci- racist yeah. shit and then say they're not racist. Yeah. Um, wankers. Wank- wankers. And, and, but there's, uh, there was a Muslim group, six men, yeah. uh, Muslim extremists, have admitted to planning to bomb an EDL rally. Yeah. I can't think of anything more fucking stupid. Yeah, I know, yeah. More fucking stupid. How much fuel would you give exactly. to that flame? Exactly. You'd just pour petrol on a little, on a match though. Yeah. Fucking idiots. I mean, you know, they deserve to be arrested and fucking, they're going to set a bomb off in Britain, you know what I mean? Yeah, fucking totally. They deserve, of course they deserve to be arrested. EDL deserve a punch though. Yeah, EDL deserve a punch. They deserve to fucking go I've got personal arrested. experience of one of those EDL rallies. I've like, seen, I've, I've seen two. No, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen two EDL rallies just because I was, well, one of them, I was at work in Preston and they were all going past and you're getting all your fucking packies, chants yeah, yeah. and all that business and you just think, what the fucking hell is this? Yeah. You know, it's just an excuse for a bunch of racists to get together and how much fuck yo know, this is what we've told you this is what we've told you they set up a fucking bomb you know yeah exactly they, they would have so exactly. much rally to their cause yeah it'd be a recruitment measure yeah, for the EDL yeah that would be a huge it? recruitment for him I was um 
I worked in HMV when they did the one in Bolton Town Centre. Yeah. And they kept HMV open for the day for some stupid fucking reason, despite it being within metres yeah. of this thing and just at the, the town centre being blocked off because yeah. there was this huge fucking two-way fight between yeah. the EDL and like everybody protesting against them. Um, and that was that was an interesting day, that. It was probably the most interesting day I had at HMV. Like, nobody came in all day. Yeah. Apart from the occasional piss head just falling all over the place. He was probably EDL. Um, and so we were just sort of sat around chatting. Every now and again, we'll go and have a look at it. See what was going on. Like cops everywhere. Yeah. Literally, the street that HMV was on was blocked off. Yeah. So how anybody managed to get there at all, I'm amazed. Yeah. Because there was nowhere to get there. But um, yeah, but we were just like we were playing the Beach Boys. Um, <laughs> we we're just as loud as humanly possible, just playing the happiest music possible <laughs> and pumping it out. I think we had like all you need is love on at one point. And yeah. we just had the volume <laughs> turn right up. Good idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was. And then I remember on the way home, or we walking home, it was all sort of winding down. And I just saw this one student sat on the town hall steps with a big massive placard that said, if you keep shouting at each other, you're not going to hear what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I saw that and just thought, fucking hell, that's terrible. That was in the news that the equivalent to a London, the London bombing is stopped every year. Yeah. Like, has, has been foiled every year, mm. which does show that it's a fucking problem. Yeah. Because, I mean... Do you know what? That's been out of the news since the lad, lad went to prison. The Boston, Boston, Boston bombing—that's—it's it's yeah. completely disappeared. That, it which is a bit worrying. You know, we, we, need, we would like to hear his motives. I bet it's in the news somewhere. It's just not being reported as big now that the sensational bit is over. I bet if you Google it, you'd find yeah. some more news on it. Because I mean, the thing Tends is, if you happen. wanted to kill, like you, you only do that to make a point about something. Because yeah. if you want to just kill people, you could do more damage in a car. Yeah, what was he doing it for? You, exactly. Yeah. What was what was the message? Yeah. You know what I mean? If someone does that, they've got a message. And all right, tell us what your message is. You know, we need want to know what the message is. Yeah. But then again, maybe the science in it because no, we're not. Maybe the same thinking. No, we're not going to sort of feed that desire to get yeah. your message out to people. Fuck off. You go in prison quietly and you can sit there for the rest of your life. Well, didn't you say he shot himself through the first? Have they been able to question? They've been able to question him now, yeah. Have they? Well, they've moved him to prison now. He's not in hospital. He's in prison now. Right. Uh, then again, maybe they're, they're going to wait till sentencing. I don't remember. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. don't remember reading anything that says that they've been questioning him. Yeah. No, I, I... Well, no, he's been moved to prison now, which means he's not in need of hospital treatment anymore. But... um yeah, that's just died away, that. That's disappeared. Yeah. Which is weird. Because, I mean, the thing is, if you wanted to just kill people, you could do a lot more damage in a car. Yeah. You know, you could do a lot more damage in a car because three people died. I mean, a lot of people got hurt, but three people died and... Yeah. It, and also, it just makes, you know, the, you know, all the people saying it was a false flag operation and, yeah. you know, it was actually the government who organised this. You know... Why? <laughs> yeah, what, no. For what purpose? Well, that's the false flag. Is that they say that they're trying to erode people's civil liberties. That's what, the, by just setting a bomb off? By, by making people scared. That's that's the bullshit argument. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the bullshit argument it is. The nine, like the, anything that comes along, like 9-11, so the other government did it, want to erode our civil liberties. Which, to be fair, in the wake of 9-11, people's personal freedom and stuff like that did get... Yeah, cut back, didn't it? But yeah. this, like here and in America, um, so I think that they're like they did that on purpose. Yeah, it's a, it's a stupid argument and it doesn't stack up. Does yeah, it? but no, the Boston Geist has Boston, sort of, Geist, Boston yeah. guy. Everything's a Geist. <laughs> Everything's a Geist. But no, that sort of disappeared, which was a bit weird. 
were reading the other day that global carbon dioxide in the atmosphere has hit like some sort of threshold. Yeah. Which is like this dangerous threshold in, in the environment and it hangs around for a long time so it's probably bad news. Yeah. Um, so like linked to that, Prince Charles. Um, Saviour. <laughs> Prince Charles has done some sort of speech somewhere where he was saying about like um, he was just ripping on climate change deniers. In, in, in actual fact I agreed with what he said. Yeah. But I was just like reading it and like you know the future monarch you shouldn't be saying anything yeah you should yeah. not have an opinion in public yeah even if I'm agreeing entirely with what you're saying yeah and climate change deniers are talking shit and we need to do something about climate change totally right future monarch shouldn't have an opinion you're not yeah, a politician yeah. <laughs> no exactly we didn't, we didn't vote for you so don't yeah. have a stake in it even though we agree what you're saying I, in this side you know, you're not voted for we'd rather our politicians were fighting this corner in this on this issue I agree with what he's saying but I've heard him is, is a is a right wing nut job he's <laughs> an idiot a lot of stuff that he says I think is bollocks and yeah. I don't want him to be allowed to have an opinion yeah. if, you're, if you're next in line for hereditary position of essentially power yeah. in a way then you shouldn't be talking about these other things that we have mm. elected officials to deal with to be honest I would like our elected officials to dis- to have an, a stake on this subject yeah same you know they, yeah. everyone just seems to be sweeping it under the rug the conservatives when they were <laughs> campaigning to get to power promised to be the greenest government ever. Everyone says they're going to be a green government. Well, they made a big deal about it. They changed the Conservative logo to a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that was a ma- big thing for them when they were going for power. They were like, this is one of our main things. We're yeah. going to be the greenest government ever. Never mentioned it since. Yeah, no, they just swept it under the rug. Yeah. It's fucking well annoying. I'd like to see the Green Party being a minority party. <coughs> a coalition with a green with the Green Party is a minority. Just so then it has some emphasis the in the Green Party world. has one politician in... Um, you know, in the House Commons, yeah. UKIP has none. So why does the Green Party not get as much coverage? You know what? I'm glad as you UKIP. I'm glad you've come on to UKIP. I don't want to talk about him too much because I'm sick to death <laughs> hearing about him. But why are they getting so much coverage? That, I'm the glad Green you. Party I'm, I'm glad you said have that. A, like a position in yeah. the House of Commons. I'm, I'm glad you said that as well because there was the local elections recently, and UKIP have been riding this wave of we got 25 percent of the vote. We got 25. Yeah. percent That's a lot of the vote. You people are taking UKIP seriously. And the BBC have been all over it and, you know, they've yeah. reported the shit out of it. You can't watch it without seeing Nigel Farage or hearing about UKIP. And do you know the Newswatch programme where it's people who've complained to the BBC about stuff? I hate that show because it's just the BBC saying people have complained because the BBC got these things wrong. We're still going to keep doing them though. Yeah. But we're just telling you that we've got com- that people complained about it. Yeah. It fucking winds <laughs> me up because there were... Like, on the Newswatch thing, they were saying, um, people have been complaining, saying that our lead subject was Alex Ferguson retiring. And we reported it for 14 minutes of our early news programme. 14 minutes of it was Alex Ferguson retiring. And this guy was saying, why are you reporting this when there's all these things happening in the world and in Britain that we need to that need to be addressed and brought to yeah. the public? Why have you dedicated 14 minutes of your time? I can understand a couple of minutes in the sports bulletin or even more of the sports bulletin because it is a big sports story. And then they went straight from Newswatch to reporting more about Alex Ferguson. <laughs> it's like, fuck off. Don't, don't act all moral and justified in saying, oh, in acknowledging the complaints yeah. when you're doing nothing about them in the first place. I don't know. I, I don't think there's any, too much of an issue with that. Because I've noticed the well, BBC well, not, do a lot of reporting 
on themselves. So, you know, like on the Savile thing. Yeah. They, they will have reports where they're like, the BBC has come under fire. And it's like, this is awesome. It is amazing yeah. that this TV channel is, is so brave that they will report on themselves. Well, they kind of have to, really. If they didn't, then... Sky News wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, but they're not publicly owned. I know, but it's still... Like if, yeah, but if, it's if, still really cool. You know, everyone pays for the BBC with a TV license, yeah. so they kind of have to really. Otherwise, they'd be so under fire over it. But, yeah. Um, no, the the whole point of that though is that there was another complaint, and it was, and it's the only time because I watch a lot of news, and it's the only time I've ever heard these facts. Someone complained in saying, "Why are you giving UKIP so much attention?" Yeah. Like part of the reason UKIP have gained popularity is yeah. because the BBC have just been yeah, feeding them so much attention. And why is it that I've not seen anywhere? The BBC report the fact that only 30% of the people turned out to vote. Yeah. And 25% of the 30 people equates to about 6% of people have voted yeah. UKIP. Yet BBC over and over again are saying 25% of people voted UKIP. Yeah. When the actual figure is about 6%. Uh, act- as well, that figure, that 25%, is based on the places where they yeah. ran. It's, so all, so it's only ca- in certain yeah. places. It's it, right, it's 6% of... Where they didn't even have like a candidate. Yeah. So, so take that out and it is nowhere near 25%. So only where they had a... So if you actually put that in true figures, it's less than 1%. Yeah. You know, Britain-wide, it's less than 1%. Yet, it, so it's only in certain spots... Where only thirty percent of people living in those certain spots voted, and it was only twenty five percent of the thirty percent of people living yeah. in so. And the only time I saw these statistics laid out fully and factually irrefutable was in someone complaining yeah. about the fact that the BBC don't report any of that. But then they went straight after reporting more about Alex Ferguson to report in UKIP again yeah. and not acknowledging these, <laughs> you know, this complaint. So, I mean, you know, the BBC pisses me off for that. I've been saying for weeks. Yeah, you, you've been, been given, saying since episode one of Quite Guys how much attention a disproportionate amount of time. Nigel Farage is never off my fucking TV. Yeah. It's, it's like, the, what, Ed Miliband is, why don't you report on him? You yeah. You, well, he, Ed, Nigel Farage is getting more TV time on look, the BBC than the actual opposition party. Right, the, I think the, the thing is with that, because I've thought about that a bit this week, and do you know how before it was really the Lib Dems who got... Because you, know, you had your two main parties, Labour yeah. and Conservative. Protest vote, innit? So, well, it's not even just the protest vote. Well, there's that as well, but I'll get to that. Because it, it's more... Like, say, four or five years ago, it was... You had Labour and Conservative, yeah. and Lib Dem were the other party, so then the news could talk about Lib Dems as well. Yeah. Now Lib Dem are a government party, so there's three main parties. I mean, there was always three main parties, but now there's three governmental... Government... Yeah. Government... Whatever. You know what I mean? Parties. Well, yeah, at the moment. Government the mental parties. Are fucked, aren't they? Yeah, the fuck, but they're in government. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so now the BB, so now BBC need to report on another outside party, and it can't be Lib Dems because they're an inside party now. Yeah, they might be fucked come the next election. Probably are, but the they're an inside party. So BBC need to report on another outside party now, and that only seems to be UKIP. Yeah. Only seems to be UKIP. Greens have disappeared off the planet. Then again, I'd like to see the Green leader stepping up saying, why the fuck aren't we being reported anything? I don't know who the Green leader is. It's that woman. Um, it used to be Caroline Lucas, but I don't think it is anymore. Is it not? No, I don't again, think so. Again, you know, she's leader of a party that's got a seat in the house. I'd yeah. like to hear a bit, please. Yeah. But either way, whoever's leading it, why aren't they, mm. you know, banging on the door of Newsnight saying, hang on, give us a fucking piece of... I think the part of it is that Nigel Farage is a charismatic guy, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's a good, yeah. he's, he's a funny sort of interview. Well, it's, and it's, it's not even right. My my thought on it is, 
even why he's getting attention is um right. Right, I've got, I was on a long drive, so I was thinking about right. this for a bit. So I'm going to try and compress my like two hour thought into a couple of minutes. But um, right, do you know if say you complain to a corporation, say you've had a you know problem, you, you'll get um, a scripted response. It'll be. Yeah. You know, uh, we we regret that you had a, an inconvenient experience. Yeah. It is a, um, you know, we, we always strive to ensure that people have a positive experience when, you know, you'll get this really impersonal letter back if you complain about something yeah. to a big company, you know what I mean? And that is just how, that is what, how any politician sounds, for, be it Labour, Conservative or Lib Dem. If, if you speak to virtually any of the politicians from the main parties... You'll feel like you're being spoken to by a machine. Yeah. Like a machine is just reading certain lines from a script picked out to fit yeah. the bill. You, you're not speaking to a human being, which is part of the reason Boris Johnson's popular. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, yeah. Like he's he's popular because when he speaks to you, you don't you feel like you're talking to a human. He's quite whimsical and a bit eccentric, yeah. but he's human. He has a human quality to yeah, him. Yeah. And that is why Nigel Farage is popular yeah, because I agree. he might be an intolerant prick yeah. but he's sincere about it yeah. you feel like you're talking to a man who's expressing how he feels mm. whereas with the other parties you ask them a question and they're just feeding your lines from a script you're yeah. talking to a machine You got any other other any other business? Any any other business? <laughs> any other business? Right, let's see. Uh, I think I have a couple of things. It's been a busy week in the world. Well, what I was saying about um, climate change earlier. Ah, yes. Uh, linked to that, the um, a solar um, aeroplane has flown across America. Yes, yeah, I've seen, I've seen cool. that as well. Well, if that technology takes off, then that could change the world, really, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to do more to harness. The sun, the sun's this fucking, it's going to live for another four billion years, the sun. We need to get on it. In fact, actually, you said something last Quiet Guys that upset me. What? Or the week before. Um, you said about, you because know, I, I love space travel and all that yeah, jazz. Yeah. Uh, and just not, not exploring space as such, just being in that field, though, yeah. you know, of, of space. And you, you were saying, no, it costs a lot of money. We need to get our own planet in order, this, that, and the other. Um, and I, I was thinking, no. Like, you know, I, I disagree with that, but... But my point was that, I remember at the last... When when the Republicans were trying to choose a leader... Yeah. Who, who was it? Oh, was it Newt, Newt Gingrich. He was saying that within two terms, we're going to have a bet on Mars, <laughs> and that's my priority. And you were buzzing about that. No, no, I was... You were proper buzzing about that. No, not... not I, was, I was buzzing, but not actually... I remember Like being, it's going to happen. Not We're not going to be on Mars in two terms. That's completely being, inconceivable. I remember being, no, I think it's top that there's like this politician who's placing that as a priority. And I was just like, no, it's bollocks. <laughs> Absolutely no. You, you you made a comment on Facebook that did make me piss my sides. It's make me president, president and I'll insert blatant, unachievable lie. <laughs> Which just... Yeah, it did crack me up. It did bring me back to earth a bit. That's that's like um, like forgive the pun. The campaign <laughs> literature, the the leaflets that they hand out, they've yeah. forgotten to put something in there. That's, yeah, yeah, it's you just can have it for brackets. any politician, can you? Really, it's just in brackets. Um, but no, there, there was something I watched and um, and that I really that made me think more about it. And 
you know, going out and sending things out to explore the universe, yeah, it's an expensive thing that, you know, it does cost a lot, but I mean, more like mining asteroids and and such, because on asteroids, there are, you you can manipulate an asteroid so it can get in, I mean, it's a touchy subject, because it's altering the course of an asteroid to come close to Earth. Right. Which wouldn't go down well in the news. No. Um, but you could, theoretically, mine asteroids, get all the, get loads of things that are running out on Earth. You know, basically, we could, instead of plowing the Earth's insides for, and, and destroying the inner Earth, yeah. you can get all that from asteroids. And, and it said the first trillioners will be people who've harnessed this. Yeah. Who've been able to harness this. And you, you can... Right. I'm, I'm going to try and give a scaled down version of it because it's very long and complicated, but you can harness the sun's energy a lot better from orbit. And if you can transfer that to Earth, you can basically set up reflectors in space yeah. to beam down to Earth lots of sun energy. Right. Like, you know, concentrated sun en- energy to certain spots to make us completely self-sufficient in that way so that we're not using coal fuels and all that. Yeah. Like this solar plane... You know what I mean? If you could have like a like a pl- nuclear plant that you know sapped all the sun's energy from yeah. these reflectors in in space, it's that sort of thing I'd like to see more concentration on. Where there should be, a, but I think anything outside Earth should be a worldwide project. I don't agree with this is all straight from a lot of space fans. Mm. I don't agree with NASA or a European space agency or a Rus- Russian space agency. Yeah. I think when you get into the point where you passed Earth. Earth's a dot. Yeah. Earth's a, a speck in the cosmos. It's less than a speck in the cosmos. So if you're going outside Earth, there shouldn't be countries doing things. It should be, this is a, an Earth effort. I think that everybody would agree with you, really. You Even know, people who are in support of NASA, but it's just impossible to organise. I know, I know. Well, Everyone would agree with you. I'm sorry, Sonic's on a mission right now. He just did an awesome free-running thing. He ran along the side of the Chura, and then along the side of the wall, and then on the floor. That cat's mint. What is he doing? He's on one. You know, cats just go off on yeah, one. Yeah. He's off on one. Look at him. What are you doing, dude? He's on a mesh. He's going wild. Look at I'm him. Fucking crazy. He's going wild. He's going wild. <laughs> you could probably hear it on there, actually. Cats sprinting around everywhere. I apologise. Just playing, isn't he? My cat's having a laugh. Ready to form Voltron. Activate interlock. Dinoverms connected. Infracells up. Mega thrusters are go. Club Quiet Geist. Club Quiet Geist. Let's yeah. Club Quiet Geist it. Actually, no, no. Just another news thing. Okay. I saw it and it really woke me up. The Daily Star. Yep. Headline. Kate's the new die. Well, that doesn't board well for her, does it? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's about all I need for that, really, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? That sums it up well enough. Right, let's go to the club. Okay. Let's settle into the club. 
Um, What's happening in the club this week? Um, well, we've got um, carrying on with getting sent random stuff. Yeah, we're getting a lot of freebies. Yeah, um, yeah. We've had another awesome. Seems to be freebie. a new package every week. This week we've been sent a fancy microphone. So if the sound's weird this week, it's because I don't know how to use it yet. <laughs> and all, hopefully the audio's like a bit better this week because we have a proper Bobby Dazzling looking yeah, microphone. Yeah, it's well cool. It looks like Wally. Yeah. This big circular microphone on a tripod and yeah, it's cool. This sort of big heavy unit. It's awesome. It's well meant. Not only that, but we're recording this week in, um, in a Manchester City Centre apartment. Yeah. Overlooking a fancy courtyard. Moving up in the world. That's yeah. it. Actually, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, and we've got like thousands of people watching us right now because we're we're recording live. Thousands of people viewing us. Yeah, Just no, no, for a sponsors thing, I'm trying to get. <laughs> I need to blag that for you. Thousands of followers. Yeah, there's a rally in the streets below. Yeah. Everybody chanting "Quiet guys." In, in fact, it's more in the region of millions of people watching us right now. I'd say that it's pretty much everybody in the world. It's billions, in fact. Yeah. Well, actually, no, that's good because in the letter I'm sending, I've put about a potential audience of billions. I've so. noticed this thing that you always do. It's, I think everybody now does it since Brian Cox. You can't say the word billions without leaving a slight gap before the B. Yeah. So you can be saying it in any sentence, but it'll just be billions. <laughs> <laughs> you emphasise the B. Everybody does it. It's a Brian Cox thing. Yeah, but billions... Well, actually, no. Brian Cox nicked the emphasis... Of billions from Carl Sagan. Did he? Yeah. No, so it's Carl Sagan's fault. Yeah. Well, Carl Sagan, that, that was like sort of late 70s, early 80s, when billion was like a trillion now. Billions? No, but with him it was billions. And <laughs> the cat proper judded when I did that. It was billions and billions of stars. You know what I mean? When he was billions like, and billions. Billions yeah. and billions. Billions. Billions as in Billions. <laughs> No, no, it's not billions and billions. Billions and billions. Carl Sagan goes on to talk about a Google. Two billions. Google. Oh, yeah. Which is like the the number under infinity. Yeah. Is yeah. Google. Or a Google Plex. Yeah. So, uh, right. Anyway, we're into the club. What's happening? Well, we got awesome stuff. This week, we got an yeah, awesome got microphone. Awesome microphone. It was my brother who sent it. Thanks, Luke. I mean, I'm feeling really... Yeah, thank you, Luke. That's really kind of you. I'm feeling bad, really, because, like, last three weeks, we've had some really cool stuff sent to us. (laughs) So, so no pressure whoever's thinking of sending us out next, but they're kind of getting better every week. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It should probably be a car. Don't need one now. I'm covered. A Ford Uncle. (laughs) Ford Uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, hang on. I'm seeing if I saved anything for the club. I've, I've got nothing. Nothing. Apparently they think they're going to make a new series of 24. Really? They're bringing back 24. I didn't watch the last two seasons, I don't think. No, I got a bit dull in there. Yeah. I, I didn't really like it, actually. I got a bit bored of it, to be honest. Um, Countdown might be ending. Really? Yeah. They're thinking of cancelling Countdown because of the ratings. It's got that guy off Apprentice as the horse now, hasn't it? Nick uh, off Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. But um, apparently they had like, the lowest ratings ever, and they're thinking of getting rid of it. Yeah, but... It's a shame, really, because Carol, you know, Carol Vaudman was always the face of Countdown, weren't she? Yeah. Then again, Rachel Riley, the new girl. Mm. Stunning. Mm. Stunning girl. But, but you know, fan, equally good at maths. I think there's something about the Countdown studio that it's like the Lost Island. Because <laughs> Carol Vaudman was aging backwards while she was yeah, there. Yeah, I know. And you look at her now and she's a skeletal mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
sort of loose was she a loose woman horse is then? she I think so oh, I wonder what she would do yeah. but like Rachel Riley I reckon that she's probably 80 years old but she is the countdown studio it, just outside time it's the opposite of the green Elshies effect yeah like you only go in green Elshies and it's always like 60 year old woman serving you yeah yeah like as they walk out of green Elshies when they finish the shift they sort of morph into this sort of scorching hot 25-year-old girl. <laughs> and just as they go into the, the shift the next day, they sort of mould into this older woman. It's the, it's the Green Elshie's curse. Um, or the Green Elsh effect. We've already done a top five. We've done top five crisps. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, we were going to do top five soundtrack to our life tracks. Oh, yeah, we were. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to do a lot uh, during this week off that we had that I didn't end up doing to be honest okay, it's, you know, I had just, big plans it's standard effect happened. we decided about a podcast like weeks and weeks before we did a podcast so the top you know when we come up with a top five it means it, in a few weeks it's coming yeah <laughs> so maybe another three or four weeks and then we'll touch a top five so then again maybe we could do put the same track just over the podcast and say like this is uh, this is my top five and this is Martin's top five maybe I reckon we should talk about it next week. Yeah, Probably. yeah, yeah. We'll go into that next week. All right, quick, um, quick fire questions. Right, okay, go on. What is the best film ever made? Martin, fuck Come off. on, fuck off. Quicker, Akira, Akira, Akira. What's Akira. the best song ever made? Quicker, quicker, does quicker. quicker. Does it have to be a song, or could it be a, a track from a soundtrack? It can be a track from a soundtrack. Doesn't help me. Yeah, it doesn't still, help me. Still a song. <laughs> I got one. It's right. a song as well. Go on. My favorite song: Arcade Fire, No Cars Go. Okay. I like that. Um, um, Same question to you. Fuck off. You're not just doing this to me. God. Best song. Come on. Uh, Scatman's World by Scatman John. <laughs> Scatman's World. Actually, no. Maybe it should be a, a macaron song. What's the name of that? Macaron. Macaron. Like I remember when I showed Saul that song, when yeah. I showed Saul that track, like you know when you've showed someone something and it's now their favourite thing, yeah. like just seeing the satisfaction on his face as he, because I, I, I think I was the guy who introduced it to him, but now like the guy lives by that song, yeah, that that's his favourite song by a mile. Best best film might be Anchorman. I was saying this on Twitter the other day. I, I, I spent five years studying film at university, yeah, and. You know, on taxpayers' money, on your money. Spent five years studying you film. You fucking sponge. And now, after all that time, probably my favourite film is, is it might be Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like all Will Ferrell's sort of all Will Ferrell films are the same. Give or take, there are some exceptions. But um, like Will Ferrell plays Will Ferrell. Do you know yeah. how like Matt Wahlberg plays Matt Wahlberg? Yeah. And certain people just play that person really. Um, but. And so Will Ferrell films they all just sort of blend into one but Anchorman does sort of stand Anchorman out stand it does stand out as the best I mean I'm saying that that it's my favourite film but honestly no one can have a favourite film can they no it's it impossible you've got a favourite film of a genre and even that shot, the favourite film in that genre will change like, impossible questions really favourite TV show ever quicker ever. Quicker. Ever. quicker quicker lost yeah maybe I'd like him to do another I'd like him to go back and do last more I was sick of it by the end yeah. But lately I've been thinking like I want him to sort of to remake it almost. Well the guy who made <laughs> Lost right. has made this new Star Trek film. Yeah, he's making the Star Wars film as well. Oh is he? Yeah. Yeah yeah. 
God, Star Trek and Star Wars being made by the same guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, God, things you could have never predicted 20 years ago. No. Like, <laughs> Disney making Star, War, uh, Star Wars films as yeah. well. And in fact, Robert Downey Jr. Got a bit of Robert Downey Jr. news. Yeah. Um, do you know how... Right, the, the first Avengers film... I saw this on a meme, this, yeah. this statistic, so possibly bullshit. But um, the payment, like what the cast got paid, like basically the guy who played Captain America and Thor and Hawkeye got between two and four million each. Right. Um, Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, and Scarlett Johansson's character, they got paid about six to seven million each. Robert Downey Jr. got paid 50 million. 50 million 50 million for Avengers because Iron Man was such a big franchise it's because he's by a mile the biggest name even yeah. though I don't think he's that much bigger than Samuel L. Jackson no I'd say Samuel L. Jackson's Robert Downey Jr. is hot at the moment I mean, yeah yeah well either way like he got 50 million and the others got sort of between 2 and 7 yeah uh, and Robert Downey Jr. has said he won't be in the next Avengers film unless the other crew me- unless the other cast members wages go up <laughs> wow that's a stupid demand to make, isn't it? <laughs> it, it? I mean, makes you think, oh, what a good guy. But it, I, I'd see him as a good guy if he says, you know... Um, Two million clearly wasn't enough. Like, Yeah, <laughs> well, no, it'd be, it'd be good if he said, I'd like their wages to be better in proportion to mine at the cost of my wage. Because yeah. 50 million's a fucking joke. Like, Because everyone always whinges about footballers' wages, yeah. but no one seems to whinge much about movie star wages, which no. is equally... Uh, Chris Rock, the you know, comedian, the yeah. actor... He said something cool on in an interview. They were saying, you know, is it difficult making... Because you know, he was the voice in a few, in a couple of Pixar movies yeah. or whatever. Um, and he was asked... Go away, cat. He was asked, what do you reckon... You know, is it, is it difficult doing that? You know, because you're not acting in a... Yeah. You know, you're just speaking to a microphone. He goes, oh, man, it's crazy. This is my Chris Rock impression. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Forgive my Chris Rock impression here. But no, no, he was saying, oh, man, it's crazy. I'll come in and I'll have a script... And I'll just stand in front of a microphone and say these words, and they give me a million dollars. Right. Um, yeah. So the, you know, we complain about footballer wages, actor wages. I don't complain about footballer wages. Supply and demand. They wouldn't pay him that much money if if they weren't making that much money. No, no, they're I'm making. I've not got an issue with it. No, making a shitload. I mean. If no. there, there's that much money to be I, made from com- football, that much money's going around within football. If the footballers weren't getting it, some suit would be getting it. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, at least I mean, footballers like you were saying before are all the chavs from school. But it's better that the talent gets the money yeah. than some jobs with suit. I'd there's rather that- whinge about bankers' money, to be honest. I'd yeah. rather whinge about how much. If there's that much that- money in football, then then why shouldn't it go to the players? They're yeah. the ones who are act- people are actually paying to see. You know, the talent should get it, really, yeah. shouldn't they? And again, good football news yesterday about Wigan winning Manchester City. The football? The footballs. What's this? Wigan beating Man City in the FA Cup. In the fuck all cup. In the the fuck up. In the fuck up. (laughs) FA man, fuck all. Is this the footballs, the game that we invented the other week? The game that we invented, it's... Kick the ball. Kick the ball, it's progressed quite a lot. Oh yeah? No, no, yesterday it was a sort of... Because I like football. You know, we, we whinge about football and, you know, people think we're fucking hate football and you know we despise everything about football I like sports though me mm. I think sports a good thing it keeps you active and any sports a good thing it's the football culture that yeah, I, it's I don't culture. like it's, it's the culture I don't like people crying about like yeah. you know it's... but I mean like the the fact that you could get like, if you got the, the premiership table for example and you got the um, each team's um, bank balance yeah basically the position in the table is about 
in proportion yeah. to each team's bank balance, which is bullshit. I don't like yeah. the fact that who he who has most money wins. That's just the way it is, and it is bullshit because that's yeah. the way the league table, give or take a couple of teams, has ended up and we're all, all get the time. Less. Uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna uh, in the they're in the relegation zone. Have you ever seen the film Moneyball? Moneyball. Yeah, that's mm. sort of it's um, it's a film about uh, baseball yeah. starring Brad Pitt, and it's sort of a, it's about like along those lines, like the team that have got the most money will always win because they can afford the best player. I, I have seen that. Is it where he works out a formula? Yeah, to, he works yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, like, that's a good he's, film. So he's, like he's got less money, so he can afford like shit players. So he goes for the shit players who can do like one particular thing yeah. and then works out the odds of like whether, yeah. you know, how many times it's they've ba- managed to... It's based on a true story. Yeah, it is, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like just basically statistics can yeah. help you more than money. It would, like, it was a purely hole. statistics, yeah. Because like, some people are proper stat holes with, yeah. with stuff and yeah. So that's, that's another good point. I'm sure they've got guys who work all that shit out as well. But um, Also on the footballs, mm-hmm. Alex Ferguson's... Um, that, that, Retired. See, see again, like putting football culture aside for a second, it is pretty significant. That the guy's been top flight manager for twenty odd years and twenty six years, isn't it? Twenty six years, of a century. And for what? Like he's the most decorated sort of sports uh, manager. But it's, it's really weird though, that they've the chosen world. me to take over. Yeah, I think that's a, even I think that's a weird choice to be honest with you. See, everything we bring up seems to hit the news big within that week. Yeah, <laughs> we, bring, you know, we we have a laugh about football a couple of weeks ago, and then all of a sudden there's a huge underdog win and the biggest football manager in the it's world retired. Because we're capturing the quiet geist of the nation. Exactly. Yeah, See, it's perfect, isn't it? It's all very zen. Um, yeah, I've got some crazy plans for Man United. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just. Um, um, I don't know, I'm going to make them more uh, stilts. I think like, football players should be taller. Um, no, everyone should have a, a, hand, a different handicap. Like One should be blindfolded, one should be on stilts, you know, one can only use the head to, to hit the ball. Yeah. You know, each player should have their own little handicap. I just think if they're all on stilts, the other team would be so intimidated by them, they just wouldn't know what to do. So that's my major plan for Man United. Like, like one of them like can only wear, say, like... like Night, you know, like a suit of armor, sort of, like 13th century armor, sort of thing. I'm gonna ditch all the players and just 3D print a new team. <laughs> <laughs> 3D printing technology, yeah, man. Exactly, it's, it's the future. Yeah, maybe we should wrap it up. I think. Thank you very much for listening again. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, we should be back next week. Absolutely. See you then. See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I don't give it.